The United Nations Children's Fund, UNICEF, has opened its office in Seoul last month to enhance its partnership with South Korea over assistance for children. The Seoul office is actually UNICEF's third overseas office besides Tokyo and Brussels. Kim Soo-hyun, the head of that UNICEF Seoul office. Good morning and thank you so much for joining us. Good morning and thank you for this opportunity. And presumably it must have been a quite an honour to be appointed as the head of this office. What were your initial thoughts at that point? Well, this opening is a historically important moment for UNICEF, but also for its work. Um, as you know, UNICEF was here in Seoul until 1993, and um, it came back in 24 years. And um, the reason for that is to, as you mentioned, strengthen partnership with Korea to um, work with Korea to help the children around the world globally to protect them and to promote their rights. But what do you find so appealing about this job? Is it about, um, for you, uh, I guess, multiple layers, the fact that you yourself are Korean working out of Seoul with the reopening plus such good work that you do? I think what drew me to this uh, to UNICEF and also this particular job was the organization's powerful mandate. It's about working for children. And um, as you know, that there are some 535 million children out there. That's one in every four children who live in countries affected by conflict or disaster. And this particular job here allows me to be part of that um, greater cause and to be working for children. And as you know, you know, a child is a child after all. And this job allows me to stand up for their rights. Can you tell us a bit more about your own background, though? You started working for the United Nations, I understand, in, in 2010. You've been a diplomat uh, for a few years before that. Uh, so what led you here? Sure. So I started as a Foreign Service Officer of Korea in 2001, and I moved on to the UN uh, side in 2010. Um, and I think what was attractive about moving on to the United Nations was it was a privilege, of course, to be representing the national rights of a country. But being part of the United Nations allowed me to be closer to the people that were trying to help, to be closer to the operations, be that in Syria, Yemen, and so forth. So that was my, um, um, it was indeed a privilege for me to be exposed, but also the reason why I thought it would be a more, uh, it would add to my diversity of experience. It's been very hands-on by the sounds of things, because I know you said in an interview that your job at the UN Office for the Coordination for Humanitarian Affairs felt like working in an emergency room at times. Can you paint that picture for us? Sure. If you look around the world, there is six to seven huge continents, depending on how you want to divide them. Every day with a time difference, you'll see something happen in any part of that uh, the region. And what the United Nations OCHA does is to coordinate with UN, but also with the NGO and the international NGO partners to pull together the humanitarian assistance. And the two big things that the OCHA office does in New York is to bring together um, the assessment of all the humanitarian needs and also to prepare the response at the country and regional and the global level. And this, obviously, with the time difference, is, is a 24-7 job. Onto the um, the office itself, uh, how do you uh, see the significance of this being actually in Seoul uh, all these years after it was closed in 1993 here? 
As I mentioned again, Korea is a unique experience and example for the UN, but also for the UNICEF, because it is the only country that has turned from a recipient country to a donor country. And um, UNICEF sees this partnership with Korea grow, grow especially in priority areas for Korea, but also for UNICEF in such areas as health, education, and gender. Um, And in the recent years, Korea has also uh, contributed significantly, not only in terms of the quantity, but also in quality. The innovative side of Korea has definitely been an important part of um, uh, motivation for UNICEF, but also an area that UNICEF looks to develop in the future years. Why was the office, by the way, closed in 1993, having been established in 1962? So... UNICEF was here providing assistance to uh, Korea, uh, starting in the aftermath of the Korean War. Um, But since then, Korea has turned into a donor country. And with donor country, uh, UNICEF's mission in Korea has been completed. So basically, uh, from a donor, from a recipient country, UNICEF has turned, sorry, um, from a uh, donor country, from a recipient country, Korea has turned into a donor country. And today, Korea stands as the 12th largest donor to UNICEF. And this is a significant reason why uh, UNICEF came back, um, having left 24 years ago. And what will the Seoul office actually be tasked with in, in real terms, you know, as far as the division of tasks is concerned between the other offices? So Seoul office will be working with the public partners, that means the Korean government and other government offices, but also with the parliamentarians. And this is unique for Korea. What Seoul office will be doing specifically is to focus on some new areas, such as exchange of knowledge and also promoting innovations and products for children. Um, to do this, we'll also be conducting collaborative research into the Sustainable Development Goals, the SDGs, and also work to organize advocacy seminars on child rights, as well as to link our partners in Korea with the UNICEF country offices in over 190 countries and territories. Well, we certainly wish you all the best with those broad efforts. But, but what goals do you have specifically for this year as, as head of the UNICEF Seoul office? Sure. So this is year one. So I'd like to focus on maybe three things. The first being uh, building and also strengthening the relationship with a diversity of partners in Korea that UNICEF has not yet had the opportunity to develop. And secondly, to work on um, an advocacy event with the parliamentarians, the uh, parliamentarians who are friends of UNICEF, to mark the 10th anniversary of that important uh, uh, collaboration. And thirdly, to look at uh, innovation side how to develop platforms for new areas, such as exchange of knowledge, and also to produce some innovative uh, products for children that will benefit uh, children around the world. And coming back to you personally, as this morning's person, uh, what advice would you offer anyone who's inspired by people like yourself and and who would like to work at an international organization? There's no one good advice but if I could just, uh, in a more general way, say um, field experience is a must. Being closer to the operations and understanding what 
the work stands for, I think, is one of the most important things um, people who are interested in working at international settings should be exposed to. So to seize opportunity to be more proactive and to go out there to the field and um, uh, be ambitious and be part of that um, uh, experience. Um, Are there any particular regrets that you have that that we could learn from? Um, I won't deny that there were challenges, um, and I'm sure there are more to come, but not so much regret. Uh, enjoying every moment of it and learning from that, I think, is uh, the way that I saw things. And just one final message to the rest of us who aren't necessarily about to um, join an international organization ourselves of, of your kind, but who would maybe like to, to support your efforts. Um, I, I think it's important that we, we understand that the money or the time that we offer actually makes a difference. Yes, So um, by supporting UNICEF or the UN as a whole, it's not just about donating uh, financially. It's also about making a difference. And for UNICEF particularly, it's about making a difference to a child's life, not only today, but also for tomorrow and for everyone, um, every child around the world. So yes, every dollar donated helps children um, and also for them to grow healthy and stay protected and go to school. Well, good luck with the sole office of UNICEF. Um, Congratulations on getting the job and good luck to you personally as well for the future. Thank you.